Hey, what is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here. Uh, it's right in the Northern Trust uh, on DraftKings tournament. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Before we get into the the player by player breakdown, I just want to say uh, thank you guys again for all support. We're now at 4.26 thousand subscribers. So if you guys enjoy all the free content, um, if you'd leave a like button on the video, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, hit the notification bell. Really appreciate that. Trying to hit 5K by the end of the month. Um, also, again, if you enjoy it, just spread the word. If you have friends that play DFS and you like the content, you're, you're making money, spread the word. Because I have a ton of content coming out. This video, obviously, for PGA. I have NBA after this. CSGO, Call of Duty. It's all coming up tonight. So uh, the grind is real. But um, yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we get into the breakdown uh, for the uh, for the Northern Trust, let's look back my lineup here from last week. So last week went really, really well for me for PGA. Um, it was a 6 for 6. And then, I mean, if you go back and watch that video... I know I uploaded it later on Wednesday, so not a lot of people watched it. I think about like 350 people or so. I mean, I basically hit on almost everyone. Uh, got everyone almost right. Uh, Webb and Patrick Reed were the two guys I liked at the top. Obviously, Webb was chalk, but I really liked Patrick Reed. Both were really, really good. Sergio wasn't the best, but at least he made the cut, so I'm not really complaining there. And then the value price I mentioned. Tristan Hadley was a guy that I liked a good amount. Uh, I forget what price. These guys were all in like the 6.5K range. Yeah, Hadley was... 6-6, six, six. I mentioned Seamus Power because his birdie or better upside. He went for 91. Peter Ewan also made the cut, went for 61. Not great, but, you know, 6 out of 6, anytime you can get that, uh, I'm not complaining at all. So it was a really, really good week uh, for me, and let's see if we can keep it going for this week. So uh, now what we can do is we can go over to uh, the spreadsheet I made for you guys. If you want access to it, I already did already tweet it out. Um, it is just DK underscore underscore DFS on Twitter. Uh, the link is in the description below. But let's get into the uh, the breakdown here. So um, what we have on the spreadsheet here is obviously the players on the left, you guys are new to the videos, their DraftKings salary, their Vegas odds. So Justin Thomas, 1,200. That means he's 12 to 1 odds to win. Their average points per game on DraftKings. The course history, so uh, this is from 2018 and 2017 uh, because that's where this course is played. It was the, I think the, the Dell Technologies Championship. Um, so that's where that course history is from because it's the same exact course. And then I included strokes gained rankings. Um, what I want to kind of focus on here is off the tee. I think bombers have a slight advantage on this course. Always, I always like to approach. Uh, tee to green is always important as well, obviously, and then birdie or better. So that's kind of where I'm focusing on. The short game, not as important for me on this one. So like around the green putting, I'm not putting too much emphasis into that. And then I have the, the strokes gained total too. And then they're par 3 scoring, par 4 scoring, and par 5 scoring. Again, if you want access to this, all you have to do is follow me on Twitter. I did already tweet it out. So let's get into the breakdown here. Let's talk about everyone 10K+. plus. We have JT at 11.3, Bryson at 11.1, Rory at 10.8, DJ at 10.4, Morikawa at 10.2, Rom at 10K. So uh, really, I mean, when you look at the guys up top here, not a lot of guys are going to look bad. I think the guy that stands out is Bryson at 11-1, just because he is, you know, known for his bombing, right? He's known for his huge drives. He's first in strokes gained off the tee. So I think he does have an advantage here to the field. Um, he's probably my preferred target if I was going to spend up on someone above 10K. Right now, though, I'm leaning more towards the balance build. Um, I really am. I mentioned, you know, last week I was leaning towards Stars and Scrubs. 
This week, it's going to be more of the balanced approach. So I don't know if I'm going to get to anyone above 10K, but Bryson, if I was going to target someone, would be the guy. Obviously, JT's been hot. If you want to pay 11-3 for him, completely fine. Rory has, is the guy that's come struggling a bit. Um, the price really hasn't moved a whole lot, so it's, it's kind of just a lower own play. I think I don't think Rory would be super chalky because of his recent play. DJ at 10-4, I'm not going to get to. He's been too up and down for me to pay 10-4 for him. Morikawa's been in amazing form at 10-2. If you want to ride that hot streak, more than welcome. He's 20-1 to 1 odds to win. Um, I just think the ownership might be a little bit inflated from the recent play, so I'm going to pass. Uh, and then finally, John Rahm's at 10K. I actually don't mind him. I think he goes a little bit lower owned of these guys at the top. So it probably would be Bryson for me, one, John Rahm, two. And John Rahm really just because I think he's low. He's going to be pretty low owned of this uh, bunch at the top. So let's get to uh, let's get to the guys below 10K. So I'm going in the 9K range, right? So we have Xander at 9.7, Webb at 9.5, Jason Day at 9.3, Cantley at 9.2, Brooks at 9.1, and Patrick Reed at 9K. Um, Xander is, I think, looks pretty solid here. He's 18 to, to 1 odds to win. Uh, he's 6th in strokes gained off the tees, 37th in approach, 5th in tee to green, 15th in birdie or better. Everything looks pretty good for him, and you're getting him at a slight discount off those guys at the top. The one issue with Xander is... He seems to kind of like Spieth, always have one blow-up round. Uh, and this is an event where they will be cuts. So got kind of got to avoid that. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of like him there at, at under 10K at 9.7. Webb is a guy that I think goes a little bit lower-owned. He was obviously the ultimate shock last week. I just think because he's not the best off the tee, that might uh, lower his ownership a bit here. But I still have interest in Webb. Webb's a guy I just really like playing. Really consistent golfer, rarely ever misses the cut. Um, he's a great short game player. Again, I don't know if I'm going to put so much emphasis in it, into this course, but I just think he goes a little bit lower owned. So I kind of like him as a contrarian play because I think the ownership will drop on him significantly. Jason Day, I don't know what to, to make of this. Uh, he was terrible in the last like four or five weeks. He's been really good. Um, yeah, the price is coming. It doesn't feel right to pay 9 3 for Jason Day. I know he's been in really good form, but I just don't think I can do it. Cantley's at 9 2. Um, no real issue here. Uh, I just don't want to recommend everyone. So well, Cantley's one of those. If I'm fine if you get to. I'm fine if you avoid. Kapka's at 9-1. He's just been another guy, kind of like DJ, very up and down. The price tag looks more appealing, obviously, on Brooks than it does DJ. Both those guys have been dealing with some injuries, though. I'll probably pass on Brooks, too. He's someone that you know normally comes alive more for the majors. Uh, but Patrick Reed, I really liked him last week. I like him a good amount here again at 9K. The price dropped in him a lot, obviously, because it's a stronger field. But he's been in really good form. Uh, he's 51st off the tee, which is not amazing. But uh, 25th tee to green, 9th birdie or better. Again, his iron play is not the best, but he was pretty solid last week. Again, he's been in really good form. I think the price looks decent. 25 to 1 odds look pretty good. So I have interest in Patrick Reed. Let's get down to the 8K range. So there are a good amount of plays I like here. Daniel Berger at 8-9. We have Finau at 8-7. Uh, Tiger at 8 or Finau at 8-8. Tiger at 8-7. Hideki at 8-6. Casey's at 8-5. Adam Scott's 8-4. Fleetwood's at 8-3. Victor's at 8-2. Fitzpatrick 8-1. And Scheffler's 8-1. Tyrell Hatton's at 8K along with Justin Rose. So the guys that stand out to me are the top two here in the, in the 8K range. Daniel Berger at 8-9. I think that looks really solid. Another guy that's been in really, really good form. Um, I think you're getting a nice discount off of some of those guys at the top. Um, didn't make the cut the last two years uh, in 2018 and 2017. There wasn't a, a 2019 tournament. Um, I mean, the numbers look really solid for him, too. 23rd off the off the tee. Approach 21st, 12th tee to green, 6th birdie or better. 
I think he looks really, really good in Daniel Berger. I think he'll be somewhat popular this week, but I have interest. I don't mind eating the chalk in him. I also, you guys know, I play Finau almost every single week he's in the field. Uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I'm going right back to the wall of Finau. He's been in amazing form. Uh, you're getting him again at a pretty nice discount off some of those other guys. 8-8, uh, eight, eight, I think that was really good. He finished fourth in, in 2018. Just the numbers all look really solid for both Berger and Finau. So those are two of my favorite plays of the week, Daniel Berger and Tony Finau. Finau, 29th off the tee, 17th approach, 10th tee to green, 14th birdie better. I just think it sets up really, really well for both those guys. So, yeah, really do like both. They're, they're two of my favorite plays. Tigers at 8-7. Um, haven't seen him a whole lot since since coming back from the coronavirus break. He has made the cut the last, the last two times he did play. Hasn't been in amazing form, though. Um my issue with Tiger, I always mention this, is the ownership is always inflated. People love playing Tiger Woods. So I don't really think we're ever going to get a low-owned Tiger. Um, I want to play him, but I think I slightly give the edge to Finau and Berger, right above him. And I think, well, I don't know if they'll, they'll be low-owned. I think all three will be pretty popular. But I just give the edge slightly right now to Berger and Finau. I'm not saying Tiger's a bad play. Um, I always, again, got to love playing Tiger. Uh, Hideki's at 8-6. He's just such a bad sh- uh, short game p- uh, player. Putter, 197th. Uh, it's a thing that really, really holds it back. Because other than that, everything looks pretty good. He finished fourth in 2018, 23rd in 2017. The Off the tee, approach, tee to green, birdie or better, all look really, really good as well. So I have interest in a decky. It's just, you know, do we get a half-decent putting weekend out of him? If, if, he, if we do, obviously he has enormous upside. Um, let's see, Paul Casey, kind of the th- same thing as Hideki, just a really, really bad putter, also really bad around the green. I'll probably pass at 8.5. Adam Scott at 8.4, haven't seen him also a whole lot. Uh, the price of him looks pretty decent, 40 to 1 odds to win. Not the best off the tee, but solid approach, really good tee to green, pretty solid birdie or better. He's fourth around the green. Um, I, I think the price looks pretty decent on him. I don't know if he's going to be that high owned, so I, I have some interest there, Adam Scott. Fleetwood at 8-3, I'm going to pass. Victor Hovland's at 8-2. I actually kind of like him. Um, he's been a little up and down recently. But um, I think this course sets up pretty well for him. Uh, he's 16th off the tee. He's, he's a pretty solid driver. 10th approach, 19th tee to green, and 31st birdie or better. Um, yeah, sure, again, he struggles short game a bit. But I kind of like Victor Hovland. I don't think he's going to be that high on. Like, we saw... I want to say like three or four weeks ago, Hovland and Morikawa were basically the same price. Now Morikawa is in the 10K range, whereas Victor Hovland's at 8-2. So I kind of like getting to Victor Hovland. I think he goes maybe a little bit under the radar in this one. I'm going to pass in Fitzpatrick. I don't think I'm going to get to Scotty Scheffler either. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, 8-1, he's, he's really solid off the tee, 9th, 8th uh, birdie or better, 20th tee to green. I would say he's similar to Hovland. I might slightly prefer Victor Hovland to Scotty Scheffler. Both pretty similar. Hatton's kind of not been in the best form uh, the last couple weeks. The price point does look pretty good. Um, yeah, he's one of those I'm fine getting to, but I'm not going to go out of my way to play him. Justin Rose, just not been in, in really good form. I know he has good course history here, but I don't even think I can do it at 8K. I think he will. He always garners ownership. Uh, the price continues to drop on him, but I, I still think I'm going to pass. So let's get to the 7K range. Ricky's at 7-9. He's just been too inconsistent for my liking right now. Um, don't think I'm going to do it. Billy Horschel finished second last week. He's been in decent form. Um, but I probably prefer some other guys below him. Gary Woodland's at 7-8. He's always a guy that will get ownership too. Another guy that has been a little more up and down. But like I personally probably feel a little bit better about Woodland than those two guys above him. 
Um, you know, obviously he, he struggles around the green. Not the best off the tee. It's just a price point thing with Woodland. But my my worry is, again, he always seems to be higher owned in like higher dollar tournaments. So I wonder if the ownership will be up on him again. Uh, Matthew Wolf at 7'8". It's been in good form, but I'll pass. Uh, Jordan Spieth is at 7'8". Another guy that kind of like Xander always seems to have a blow up round. I don't know if I want to take a shot on Spieth. Um, Abraham Manser is a guy I really like at 7'7". Uh, I just think that's too cheap. He's 50-1 to 1 odds to win. Uh, he finished 7th here in 2018. The numbers look pretty solid on him. 26 off the tee, 32nd approach, 24th tee to green, uh, 65th birdie or better. I think that looks really good for a guy at 7.7K. So Abraham Answer, also one of my favorite plays of the day. Uh, I just think that's, that's too cheap. Siwoo Kim's been a decent form, but I'm not going to get to him. Sanjay finally had a good week last week. He's 7.7. I think that's fine if you want to buy back in because we finally saw uh, some good golf out of him. Below that, uh, Kisner I'll probably pass on. Um, Harris English is decent at 7.6, but I think, again, I prefer Abraham answer to similar price. Cameron Champ I think will garner some ownership. Uh, he's a big bomber. He's second off the tee. So I think for that reason alone, again, he just will get a little bit of ownership. But, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to him either. Uh, let's see. Doc Redman was a guy I mentioned last week. He was really, really solid. I don't mind him again this week. Uh, I just think the price point looks pretty good. Now, sure, 125 to 1 odds to win is not the best, but 22nd off the tee, 13th approach, 32nd tee to green, and 58th birdie or better. He's another player that struggles in the short game, but I'm not putting too much emphasis into the short game. So I kind of like Doc Redman here at 7-4 uh, once again. I also have interest in Harold Varner at 7-4. I, I liked him a lot last week. He was really, really good. I like him this week. Uh, 20th tee to green. 23rd approach, 11th, uh, or 20th off the tee, 23rd approach, 11th tee to green, 47th birdie or better. Yeah, those two guys in the mid-7K range, Doc Redman and Harold Varner. I mentioned them last week. I don't mind going back to them again this week. Let's see, Benny Ahn will always garner some ownership. He's just a, a popular, deep, people like playing him. I'll probably pass at 7-3, just prefer the other guys I mentioned above him. I'm not going to get to Phil, even though he has good course history here. Uh, Joaquin Neenman is the guy in the low 7K range that I like a good amount. Um, he's 32nd off the tee, 11th in approach, 22nd tee green, 53rd birdie or better. Uh, I forget where he finished, but he did make the cut. I think he was pretty solid last week, but in relatively good form. It's just a price thing. I think he's a little bit too cheap. So Joaquin Neenman, Neenman, I do like a good amount. Bubba, I think we'll garner a little bit of ownership, uh, just because he's a bomber like Cam Champ, but... Don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to play him. I think he's fine if you land on him. He did finish 7th in 2018. Again, he's 8th off the tee. He's a really, really good driver, so he will, he will gain some strokes there. Uh, Joel Damon is very, very inconsistent. He's always a GPP play for me. He's literally like boom or bust. It feels like he's literally at the bottom of the leaderboard or near the top. So I don't mind him taking a shot there for GPPs. Um, Grio has some courses, decent course history at 7K. Still, though, he's been so up and down. I don't know if I can really recommend it with confidence. And then we get to the, the 7K and below range. So Max Homa is at 7K. He's always a value guy I have some interest in. Uh, he's 45th off the tee, 71st approach. Uh, 92nd uh, tee to green, which is not amazing. But, uh, you know, when you get to down to this range, like there's going to be bad things about some guys. So I don't I don't hate getting to Max Homa. Um, I think uh, Lucas Glover looks okay here at 6'9". Uh, finished 30th here in 2017. The off-the-tee approach, tee to green, and birdie or better numbers look pretty good for a guy below 7K. Uh, Kevin Na has uh, just been very injury-prone. I think he's withdrew like a couple times here recently. Um, 
know, when he does play the full round, though, he's been pretty solid in the 6.8K price. I think it looks pretty pretty good. It's just, you know, the risk of does he aggravate one of his injuries? Um, let's see. Other options down here. Lanto's always a guy I'll mention. Cameron Tringale is always a value guy I like. Not the best off the tee, but everything else looks solid for him. 16th approach, 33rd tee to green, 85th birdie or better. Um, I just don't know if I'm personally going to get to any of these guys. I really like the balance approach. Uh, but again, I will mention some. Hendrick Norlander's guy I've been riding a lot. He's been in really, really good form. The numbers don't look amazing on him. It's just, you know, the recent form and the price point at 6'6", I think look really solid. So I'm fine to go to Norlander once again. Um, other options. Uh, Bryce Garnett is 6'4". He finished 12th in 2018. Uh, he's 57th off the tee. I think he's fine if you need a really, really cheap guy. But I think that's really it. Like Again, I don't think I'm going to get to any of these guys down here. I just really do like that more balanced approach right now. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up, guys. Um, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. Again, if you leave a like button on the video, hit that subscribe button, and hit the notification bell. I also upload on Apple Podcasts if you can't listen to the videos. Uh, it's just the DKDFS show. The link is in the description below. But thanks again, guys. Hope you guys have a good day, and I will see you all in the next video.